Welcome back. In this episode, we will explore what self-silencing is. I want to start with a quote from my book, Stop Self-Silencing, which defines what it is perfectly. At its core, self-silencing is when we hold back our thoughts, dismiss our own ideas, opinions and perspectives, all because we fear the potential consequences. It's a self-imposed barrier that prevents us from speaking out and sharing who we are with the world. And I feel that this does express it and explain it fully. It's all about dismissing our own opinions and ideas because we think something is going to happen to us. And very often it is just these perceived fears. So let's illustrate this a little bit more. Imagine you're driving down the road of success only to find it blocked by an invisible wall. You can see what's on the other side, opportunities, connections, and a life you've always dreamed of, but something is stopping you from getting there. I call this the wall of discomfort, a self-imposed barrier that is holding you back. And I hit this wall myself, it caused me to hide away, only sharing bland, generic content on social media and deliberately avoiding the spotlight. And what did it get me? Clients who were just all kinds of wrong. I remember one client in particular who left me in tears after pretty much every conversation. I would bend over backwards to please her and I was I was just going out of my way but it was just never enough and all this because I wasn't showing up as my authentic self which meant I wasn't connecting with those who would value my skills and who were on the same page as me who I would get along with who had a personality that I could mesh with, who I enjoyed being around and had the same values. So what is causing this and why do we have this barrier and how does it feel? For me it was a mixture of fears and doubts stopping me in my tracks. I had this sense of foreboding and a deep worry and anxiety in the pit of my stomach and so I was hiding who I was. I felt I had to put on this professional persona and even before I started my own business I used to love colouring my hair, at least the ends of my hair in pinks and blues and purples and all sorts of bright shades but I felt that this was really unprofessional and so I stopped doing it And then the thought of sharing anything personal, sharing my thoughts or ideas or unique opinions was absolutely terrifying. And I didn't know it then, but I was self-silencing. And firstly, if you feel like this too, if you recognize yourself in any of this, I want you to know that you are not alone. There are so many people that do struggle with this. Self-silencing can be a challenge at any stage of life, at any stage of business. In fact, each stage can come with different challenges, since we may feel we have more to lose and further to fall, especially if we have a larger platform. Secondly, I want you to know that you can move past it. The first step to breaking through this wall is to recognize that the wall exists. 
It's about turning on the headlights and looking deeply at what is holding you back. It's also a journey to learn to understand yourself, to trust yourself and know that you have valuable ideas to contribute, that people need to hear them and to know that if they do hear them that it could help them in some ways. You might make them smile, you might help them see something differently, you might wake them up to something that they didn't realise about the world or about themselves. So now let's think about where this comes from and where self-silencing originates. Often it starts in our past and I do believe some of it is innate in us. If you think about our biology and, and just it's there are some innate traits where we don't want to be ostracized from the tribe and some of it is how we were raised societal pressures or past instances where our voices were diminished or disregarded i have a strong memory of one of those instances i was maybe six years old and i was singing my heart out in the school choir practice and i loved to sing it was one of my most favorite things to do. It was it was just a passion of mine throughout my life. And I don't recall what happened specifically, but during the session, I was told by the choir director, the teacher, to stop singing. And while everyone else around me got to carry on, and I didn't sing for the rest of that session, and I just stood there watching, not really understanding why and feeling this shame that I had done something wrong. Maybe I was being too loud or I wasn't singing it right or I was out of tune and sadly I didn't go back to choir practice after that. So can you pinpoint any times in your life where you were made to feel that voicing something or being loud or expressing yourself in some way was wrong? Because of these things, because of these instances, we often start to tone down our expressions, our behaviours, and learn to say what we think other people want to hear. We suppress who we are in order to be accepted. And today's digital world brings a whole new level to this. Yes, we have huge opportunities to reach people all over the world, but it can be terrifying to stand out in a place that seems to foster this judgment and comparison where you could say one wrong thing in the eyes of some people and you will have a horde of people just ready to jump on you for it. And we see this with other people and it happens time and time again and so even if we've not had that experience we are seeing it happen right in front of us and that also contributes to this fear. The problem is we are so worried about fitting in and being liked that we lose our authentic voice. But as you know from the past two episodes, as coaches, as impact makers, showing up as our raw, imperfect, authentic selves is what connects us and makes the biggest impact. So we have to accept the fact that not everyone will resonate with our views. But that doesn't diminish the value of our thoughts and opinions. So what I want you to take away from this episode is to, is to just reflect back on your past experiences, 
your your life, your childhood, your teen years, maybe things to do with being at school, maybe there are things that happened as as an adult that have had a knock-on effect and really just identify the the times that you have experienced something that could be influencing the way you are now behaving and impacting your ability to show up and be visible. By doing this, it's going to help you to really understand where this might be coming from for you. And as we continue on these episodes, you'll really start to identify more of the reasons why you self-silence. But just knowing where it's coming from for you, where you might have had these instances, could really help you to identify why. So this was a slightly shorter episode to just start digging into what self-silencing is. In the next episode, we will look a little deeper at why being aware of self-silencing is so important and how it affects us more deeply than we might realize. If you found value in this episode and are seeking more personalized support on your journey to visibility, I'd like to extend a special invitation to you. Join me in the Visibility Lab. This unique space is designed for individuals like you who are ready to amplify their voice, embrace their authentic selves and make a genuine impact. You'll find an empowering community of like-minded individuals, all working towards greater visibility. So if you're ready to step out of the shadows and into your light, to stop self-silencing and make the impact that you've always dreamed of, then join us in the Visibility Lab. Visit fifimason.com forward slash TVL to find out more.